This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I'm your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, who is ready to have a meal for a king, Ryan Nelson. Justin, rest in, rest in peace to the incredible F-Brother bandwagon. <laughs> and long live the disgusting the brothers. The disgusting brothers. They've come out on top, and we've been asking for it. Tom and Shib survived. They Those survived. love birds. Well, love well, is still alive. Uh, well, I don't know about all that. I'm not sure we're going to go that far, but they're at least together when this thing is all said and done. Let How me will... dream. Let me dream. <laughs> uh, if you've been listening to podcasts since we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoy as we talk about the series finale of Succession. Uh-huh, yeah titled with open eyes on hbo and hbo max if you are new or irregular and like more access to the show visit our patreon page and become a patron of the main attraction podcast go to patreon.com slash the main attraction podcast you can get patreon only content you can support us at a three five ten or twenty dollar level when you join up we'll shout you out here on the show if you want ad free access to the podcast you can support us at any level on patreon and you will get the show ad free all you have to do is go sign up for as low as the three dollars as high as the twenty dollar level any level in between will get you the show ad free on the patreon app there are other benefits to it as well we have uh we have bonus shows we have times when we let our patrons pick a show that we're going to be talking about so there's other reasons why you can get involved uh so just go over to patreon and check those out if you can't be a patron, though, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We would really, really like to get to 200 ratings on Apple specifically. Uh, so if you want to go, if you're listening on Apple, just scroll on down and leave us a five-star rating. It would help us out a whole lot. And it would also help us out on Spotify, too. So any way that you can rate us, we would be very, very appreciative if you did so. If you'd like to interact with the show, though, you can send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. You can send us any thoughts, any questions, anything that you might want to recommend to us that you would like for us to cover. We would love to hear those. So you just go to your email and send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, that's all, folks. <laughs> so we are. Wow. That puts a wrap on Succession. Uh, obviously, a lot takes place in this in this episode. Uh, we'll, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about this episode specifically. We'll also talk about just the legacy of what this show is, what it means in terms of the where it lays where it lies in the pantheon of television shows. So, uh, I'll let you start. What are general thoughts on this? See series finale. I I wish I was could do impressions. I can't. I'm one of the worst impressionists of all time <laughs> because I wish I could do a Brian Cox right now and just say they effing did it. They did. They did. They pulled this off. It was incredible. It was like it was like three different shows. The first thirty minutes it was so intense. It was fighting. Mm-hmm. Then there was. 30 minutes of the siblings get along mm-hmm. and then they bring in Connor and we have that nice scene with Logan. Yeah. And then 
all hell broke loose when Tom came over. <laughs> yeah, it and did. And then it got intense till the end. But man, this is how you go out on top. Succession has sucked up all the air of all these TV shows. Ted Lasso, yeah, Yellow Jackets, Barry, all these shows going on right now. Ted, uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. This was Marvelous Mrs. Maisel was the show a couple of years ago. Right. Succession has taken up all the oxygen. Everyone talks about it, and this is why. What an incredible hour and a half. I was sad to see it in. I'm sad to see the series go. I, I love this show, and they kind of left it open. If they ever wanted to go back, they could. Yeah, they, they, they could. And But now you said you didn't get a chance to watch. Y- yeah. Yours cut off before they did the little recap thing or whatever it is that they do. At the, whatever you call that thing at the end of the uh, episode yeah. on HBO Max. Just Max. Excuse it me. says talking the narrative or something. Yeah, something like that. The controlling narrative. the narrative. I don't think it said that this time now that I think about it. Uh, but anyway, what Jeremy what uh, Jeremy Armstrong says one of the Jesse, things, Armstrong. Jesse Armstrong, excuse me. One of the things that Jesse Armstrong says that's that is interesting in that is that this show kind of does what you know what these people do once they're no longer of use to them it, it loses interest in them. So now that they these three children have lost their their company the show has now lost interest in them, and that's uh, that's okay. kind of uh, what they're showing there at the end. You know, you that got, is, you got Roman point. there at the end at the bar, who's who, you know, is probably what he what he should have been doing all along, not trying to be a serious person, not just trying to be a guy who makes right. jokes and and you know does whatever. You know, he actually looked happy. Yeah, he did. He actually looked happy. I mean. That that was one. We'll talk about how we get to, how he got to that point out because I'm very interested in that. Then you got Shiv, who I still don't understand Shiv's motivations completely. I'll just be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, I, I really don't. So I'll be interested to see what other people say when we start because there's gonna be tons of articles. There's gonna be tons of podcasts. Oh God, yes. Uh, but listen to ours first. Yeah, listen Thanks, to ours first. <laughs> listen to ours first. Then go listen to everybody else's. Uh, but like I said, I don't get her motivation. I don't understand. You know what? caused her to basically oh, backtrack that she she hates her brother well she hates tom too she hates i mean that's what i but don't like get. there was something about these siblings one logan was right they are not serious people right they're not they are not there was something about even though they had made up there's just they don't like each other. They don't love each other. Right. And they are all jealous of each other. And Kendall was so confident and she just couldn't handle it. At the end of the day, she just yeah. thought about it and she was not getting her way. At the end, at the end, like when they're actually in that room talking and screaming and yelling at each other, I, I firmly got that. But like, I don't, I was really confused. Like what made her well, walk Roman, out right there? Roman Paul's too. Yeah. Roman Paul's too. If you could point to wonder if Roman's pause made her even more conflicted. And that's what I was about to, when we get into more specifics, I'm wondering if that's what kind of what it is. But yeah. uh, one of the things. But this about, was the way it had to end. Oh, yeah, this is the they, way it had to end. They, we, we talked about this when we did this show last year and at the beginning of this year. The, there's no way these three could end up on top. They're no, just, there's not. They, they had to blow it up, and they did. Yeah, and what's so interesting about this is because the show is called Succession, and. You know, yeah. I truly believe that ultimately what Logan would have wanted was one of his children to take the mantle, to take the, take control of the company, and to run this thing for the rest of their lives. I think truly believe that's what he yeah. wanted, but he screwed his own kids so much up so much that yeah. there was no way that they could. Um, 
Well, like I said, just the, this episode, this series finale, it truly is a great. I'm not going to. I'm not going to sit here, you know, five minutes after it's gone off air and start talking right. about if it's the greatest role. We will have that. That topic will be discussed ad nauseum in yeah. the next week it's, or so. It's got to be in the conversation. Yeah, I will it, say. Oh, yeah, it's in the conversation. But I, like I said, I don't want to sit there and be and go complete prisoner in the moment and say yeah, that it's the I best. Know. It's the it's the yeah. greatest series finale ever. Uh, and look, I may get there eventually. I may if you know, get me two yeah. or three weeks away from this and thinking about it. I may eventually say, yeah, you know what, that it, it is. But you're you're right. It's definitely in the conversation. But this series finale, it's just. I think it's really just a microcosm of, of the series in general. And they've been, I've heard other people talk about this on other shows. This was very much, they've always talked about how this is kind of the Richard the uh, Third story. Are you familiar mm-hmm. with the Shakespeare play Richard III? A little bit, yeah. Well, basically, it ends almost the same way that it ends with this Henry the Seventh and Richard the Third are, are brothers, and Henry the Seventh kills Richard the uh, Third. And so basically, Shiv is is Henry the Seventh in yeah. this, and she basically kills kills Logan in, in the end yeah. of this. And. Kills Kendall. Yeah, Kendall. Excuse me. Kills Kendall at the very end of this thing. And it was brilliant. It was... I'll be real honest. I want to know... Because I told you this before we we went off air, uh, before we started watching it, on the the betting markets. Something happened. And all of a sudden, right before, probably about six or seven hours before the finale airs, Tom becomes the highly the odds-on favorite... Well, there's there could be a couple of things. One, somebody from this uh, you're talking about crew members, like the cast. Somebody could have somebody could have. Yeah, somebody, I'm telling you, man, that guy, that TikTok that girl did yesterday about Wamsgams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was Bill Wamsgams is who Tom's name comes from, right. and Bill Wamsgans is known for a triple play where he took out, like, the top three people. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's the only unassisted triple play in the World yeah. Series. And, yeah. And, yeah. like I said, it was – that's just such an interesting thing that she pulled up because I didn't yeah. – you know, obviously his name had to mean something because you don't come up with a name like Wamsgam for for no reason. That whoever that person was in that TikTok, I don't remember who it was, but she God bless TikTok. I've been bad mouthing <laughs> it now. I've changed my mind. But like credit to her because she she made a point. I mean, this is very obvious. You don't these people have names for reasons. They're they're right, right. they are everything is purposeful. Everything is thought out when they, they did this show. Uh, but this particular series now, let's kind of get into a little bit more specifically. Yeah. It's interesting the way that all three of these children just kind of the emotional roller coaster all three of them mm-hmm. get on throughout the course of this because mm-hmm. you've got you start off the episode let's just kind of let's go with which child do you want to start with because it, it's all really with Shiv. all right, it so, kind of starts with Shiv. All right, so let's start with Shiv. Shiv is on a high. She, I mean, we talked about this last week. Last week, we, we knew things were going to go poorly for her in this episode because she was yeah. so confident at the end of last week. So arrogant, so cocky, walking like I, we've never seen her before. You knew it was not going to end well for her. Yeah, you knew it wasn't going to go well, and so she's she's power playing. She's like feels like she's like the king of the world at this point, and so she, she's like just controlling the room and then you have this one little thing that doesn't seem like it should be much but it kind of is oh you no get, i disagree oh, well, no i say it you're talking be. about 
These billionaires have the, the, the most fragile people. I know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because what I say is it shouldn't. That's what I said. It oh, shouldn't yeah, yeah. mean much. But it does. Because there's this, it looks like a Vanity Fair article. I don't know what yeah, the, yeah. the name of the, the magazine is supposed to be. is. That's what it looked like. Yeah, so he's got this Vanity Fair article or whatever, whatever magazine it is. And they got this cartoon of like... Shiva was it doing puppet strings on Madsen? Was that yeah. what it was? That's yeah, good. I think it looked like yeah. Yeah, and this, like I said, Madsen tries to play it off, but it's obvious. He thought it was funny. Yeah, he he says it's funny. He says, "Oh, it's funny. Yeah. It's no big deal. People still do this stuff to me all the time. People are always poking at me. Uh, yeah, yeah, stabbing me. Or I guess it was that he was saying, but it obviously affects him. And yeah, from that moment on, you're like, okay, this is what's going to be. This is how it's going to yeah. go badly for her. Oh yeah, I mean. I'm just going to throw this. Could you see if someone had done that to Elon Musk or Donald Trump? Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, it would have been the same outcome. It would have been the same outcome. These these billionaires, sometimes their ego is a little fragile and that kind of stuff. So, like, uh, yeah, it would have ended the same way. But you knew, like, that was a a huge mistake. She should have known better than that. Right. She should have known better. And uh, it it just played poorly for her. And... Mm -hmm. This is when, Arrogance. yeah. This is when Matson decides. You know what? I need to make a change at this. And this is when he approaches Tom. And I want to give, I want to give a shout out to Greg because Greg has oh, yeah. always seemed kind of like just a idiot in the wrong spot at the right, mm-hmm. an idiot at the right spot at the right time. He's he's really making some moves in this thing. Uh, it, he really was. It kind of backfires on him a little bit uh, because yeah. the guys he ends up banking on doesn't go through because right. The first time I noticed is when, uh, after Lucas, after Shiv and Tom have their little talk at the very beginning. Yeah. That's and the next thing we hear from 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 Kendall is, all right, thanks, Greg, because he was on the phone with Greg and immediately. And I was like, okay, so Greg is Greg's relating some information here, mm-hmm. and then he, he very smartly pulls up that translator that is sitting there listening to mm-hmm. to what uh, Lucas uh, and I can't remember his friend's oh, name God. what's his name uh anyway uh, he's, sitting oh, there, he's sitting there he's sitting there listening to him and he pulls up the translator so he knows that they're talking about not putting shiv on ends up calling logan and just kind of disrupt everything like i said greg just really really impressed me but he did man and he he was on it like and he before the end him and Matson were buddies. Yes, they were. Mm-hmm. They were. And then he calls him Judas at the end of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was... But he still didn't look that mad at no, him. No, he still didn't look that mad at him. It's Oscar. Oscar. That's who it was. Oscar. Uh, but So Shiv is like... She's all over the place. Once she, Then once they finally convince her that Matson's going another way, now she's just distraught at this point. And just like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and go with Kendall. And then at the end, it it's... She's just going through this roller coaster of emotions. Look, give Sarah Snook a lot of credit. She just yeah. absolutely killed it. I mean, all three of the siblings oh, yeah. killed this episode, they but did. she really was did. she was really good. All right, so let's talk about Roman next, I guess. Because Roman, Roman has he he has he he was kind of like his old self, and this is kind of what th- what's so great about this show is two episodes ago. The world hated Roman. I mean, he was enemy number one. Nobody could liked him. He was despicable because he had done some horrible things, said horrible things to Shiv and to everybody else. And 
we meet him on in Barbados with his mother, and he's they, okay. I ne- I could never tell where they were. Well, how did that, you know it was Bar- because that's what they said in the little after thing is that he said oh, it was in okay. Barbados. Okay. Uh, so they're in Barbados, and he's got stitches. He looks absolutely pathetic, and you're just he's like, fragile. He's fragile. Yeah, the word they kept using. He's fragile, and like you just kind of felt sorry for him. And like I said, you we did. hated him two episodes ago. Yeah, you did. You were like, God, man, he's pathetic. Yeah, he, he is. is. He is just a little boy. And then, man, what he says to Kendall at the end, I am surprised Kendall didn't kill him. Oh, yeah, I am too. I'm very surprised. Uh, go ahead. Uh, you look like you were about to say something else. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say about the bloodline. I guess I need to be oh, specific. Yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. Kendall's children and the bloodline. Yeah, I mean, that was just, little... a, just one of the most awful things in this show. Probably the worst thing that's been said. Okay, so and that's saying something. Let me, because this really confused me. Because basically what he was saying is that his children were his. And, right. But I was kind of always under the impression that the daughter, it was always known that it was... Oh, did we not just assume she was adopted and now it's... Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it was, we just all assumed it she was adopted and this is saying for sure they were adopted children. Well, no, I'm wondering if it's saying that, no, Rob gave birth to this child and it's obvious that it's not Kendall's. No, I think they were both adopted. Okay, well, like I said, I, that's why I couldn't figure out from the, the yeah, what he was saying. If I remember, one of... We, Sadly, we never see the kids. I think one of them we've seen them, we've seen them a couple of times. Yeah, well, one of them is is I'm pretty sure is Asian. I'm pretty sure uh, okay. the daughter. That's the it's the daughter. Okay, uh, it's it's obvious that she's Asian. But yeah, you know, you mentioned it because I was struggling with. That. I was like, did, are they saying yeah. that that he that Rob actually had the children? And like, I need to go back. I wish I had time yeah, to find I, that they're line. Adopted. Yeah, but like I said, I was wondering if he was saying. That this time that Rava actually gave birth to him, but it's obvious based off of the way the children look that it's not actually yeah. his children. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I need to go back and look at that because there was something in that line that was weird about Rava and a foul cabinet boy or something like that. But um, yeah, that was awful what he said to him. It was absolutely yeah. terrible what he said to them. But what's just so great about Roman's character is like, it, I mean, the fragile part, like, it's they were screaming at us what was about to happen later on in the episode yeah. because yeah. Roman is like he's kind of got his moxie back he's kind of like he's he's mm-hmm. dishing the one liners he's doing everything that Roman normally does but the moment that he sees Jerry he crumbles melts. crumbles he melts like a little like a little boy that he is I yeah. mean yeah the bully couldn't take it no, and as I said, and the, you know, he just starts dealing with all this stuff because it's obvious he wanted to be CEO, and yeah. you know, I think he just wanted to be get because I don't think he really wants the job. I just think he wants the he title. Will, he wants the title, and he wants that his dad would be proud of. Him. Right. That's and, all they want. Yeah, that's especially all they want, him. Yeah. That's all they want. They they all want their dad to be proud of. You're right, Roman especially, uh, and Logan, and Kendall as well. We'll talk yeah, about him as, yeah, yeah. as well, but. But, and it's like when he sees Jerry, because he knows, because she, she told him after he fired her, he, she told him, I could have gotten you there. And he, keeps, he kept yeah. asking Kendall in that moment, why isn't it me? Why isn't it me? He knows why it's not him. The reason yeah. it's not him is because he screwed Jerry over, and that's right, the reason it's right. not him. And like I yeah. said, just a, a fantastic moment to to bring in basically an arc from season two, season three, and just kind of yeah. put this nice little bow on it here at the end of the of the series. Yeah, I mean, it was... He went out like he like he was from the beginning. He was a 
pathetic bully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the end, he was, you know, the fragile self he is. But he looked like he found some peace. So God bless him, I guess. Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, that's was- the other thing. Let's let's take a moment to realize these people failed, but they're going to be billionaires. Oh yeah, they're going they're going to have more money than either of us will ever possibly know what to do with. So. So that brings us to Kendall, and Kendall, he's where this show started, he's where this show ends, and we have, and it's great that we go from, Kendall is introduced to us at the very beginning of this entire show, very first episode of the first season, he feels confident, he's listening to his music, and he's got his rap music going, and at the end, he has been completely broken like there was a we had the moments when at the end of season episode at the end of season three you know did he kill himself in the penultimate yeah. episode i was very much concerned when he's going to the elevator that he was headed to the roof to walk he off did. the top of it yeah but he just took a moment i guess he's trying to find his life i you know I, the part of me was wishing he went to his children and yeah he did not <laughs> to find, he did not he went and just was looking at his life um but like uh, I was saying, you know, let's not feel too bad for these people. They're still, they're about to add billions. Yeah, they're about to add billions. Billions. But that's just, already. Yeah, and this is just what it kind of goes goes to show. I mean, these people are so incredibly wealthy that the fact that he's getting ready to get, not inherit, but to receive billions from this deal, and then the fact that it's going to just make him so obscenely wealthy that, you know, his great-great-great-grandchildren will never have to worry about money. Right. It's he's so lost on the fact that you know the one thing it doesn't matter how much money he has the only thing he has ever wanted in his entire life I mean he gives us the story about how his father when he is seven years old tells him I want it to be you I mean this is what he's been working for this is what he's wanted ever since he was literally a child was to take over this company and to run it like his father would and he's not going to get the opportunity to do it and he just doesn't know i mean he literally does not speak another word after frank tells him you don't have the votes it was seven to six he literally says nothing from that point on he just got colin kind of walking behind him that's honestly i never even realized i didn't hit me to you're right the guy that just rambles with all his buzzwords Mm -hmm. and all that didn't speak for the last like 10 minutes yeah he didn't say a word and wow He's basically, you know, at his, he's like at his father, he's at the same place that his father was without his father's company because the only thing, the only person in his life at this point is Colin, who's just following along behind him. And he has, he has, he has basically, he, he's put his odds between him and his, his ex-wife, his children, his brother, his sister. He's got nobody at this point. And yeah, yeah, I don't see the Roy children, uh. Maybe Roman Schiff. I don't see the rest. I don't see anyone else in Kendall making up. Kendall, yeah, there's no way that Kendall can because they denied him as Shiv especially. I mean, I think he could probably yeah. go back to Rome just because Roman did actually vote yes. I mean, he did actually vote yeah, yes. I but guess that's true. Roman yeah. and Kendall and Shiv, they're they're done because never. there is yeah. no way that the two of them can ever reconcile this because it's the only thing he wanted. It's what he had. Yeah. It's what his life was completely about, and he had it, and then it was gone. And look, let me let's just talk about that that boardroom scene. You've got just some brilliant stuff going on there because mm-hmm. in that boardroom scene, they. Put it perfectly. They got six votes. I mean, it starts off with like five straight votes for the deal. 
yeah. and then one more later on. The, but then there's like six straight votes against the deal, and then it stops on Led by our guy Stewie. Yes, yeah, Stewie <laughs> loves Stewie. We got more Stewie this episode. Not as much as I would have liked to have in the in the no. end, but nevertheless, we did get him back. Uh, but then it goes to Shiv, and it's like, and part of me thinks, you know, that what you said earlier about Roman being pausing, pausing probably put something in her mind as well. But mm-hmm. also when she realizes that, because if if they had started, like if they had, they went with Frank and then went to Frank's right, if they had gone to Frank's left, and she's like the first person that says is to say yes, it makes me think. Well, maybe she doesn't do it, but the moment that she's there and everything is sitting in her lap, if I say yes, it's his. If I say no, it's not his. That makes me wonder if that was the moment. That's the reason why, because she knew at that moment, even though technically every other person at, at that table had the same amount of power as she did. But she was the final straw, and that's. I wonder if that's that what pushed her. That, that, that makes a lot of sense. It does, and like you mentioned, you know the the Roman Pauls. Yeah, and it it was all up to her, and she just couldn't let Kendall go out on top. No, I think couldn't. you're right. Yeah, like I said, just brilliance there at that at that boardroom meeting. It was just really yeah. really well done. Because, so let's go ahead. Like, why do you think they brought up Kendall killing someone? That's a good question because I think they just realized, I think they were trying to basically tell him that this, I think they were just basically trying to tell him it's not you. It's not going to be you. And they were trying to give him a reason to explain why it wasn't going to be you. And the fact that he starts lying that it didn't happen, it didn't happen. Uh, I mean, this is one, this is dumb because if he, if, if this had gone through and he'd gotten, become the CEO, it would have been very easy to, Pull up that. Right. I mean, somebody could yeah. pull that out. Somebody could have dug up that body. Not literally dug it up, but you know what yeah. I mean. Uh, they could have dug up. They pulled the skeleton in the closet. That's well, that story was always out there that it may have been him. And yeah, you're right. That if he'd have become CEO, it'd have been more of an issue, probably. It probably would have been. And he's just in denial about it. And like yeah. I said, he's just at this point, he's just fighting for his life. But what's so great also at that boardroom meeting is because Kendall, he he realizes he has the votes. And he's just as confident as cocky. I mean, he mm-hmm. felt very much like his father throughout the he did. throughout the basically the last thirty minutes of this, when he is just being awful to everyone around him, and he's still just as confident as ever. But the problem is, he's not his dad, and he doesn't get the votes, and he yeah. doesn't get the company. Uh, like I said, just brilliant stuff. All right, so let's talk about some other folks in this. Uh, Connor and Willa, uh, we do get a little bit of them. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't feel good about where they're ending. Though. <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel real good about it either. Uh, Connor and Willa, because Connor and Willa think they're getting ready to have a long-distance relationship. And then Shiv says something along the lines of, like, well, Minkin actually may not end up getting it because apparently the yeah. Wisconsin stuff is not going his way. And Willow's just like, there's like this look of dread like oh dear i'm not going to get rid of him willa thought she was gonna have this mansion in in manhattan by herself and working on her place while he's over (laughs) in some other country yeah 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 oh man that was funny but uh what a great impression of uh logan roy by connor the teapot thing that was oh, yeah, hilarious. That was, that was fantastic. Uh, him doing that impression was great. Him doing the sticker thing where the, everybody's going around stickering the stuff that they yeah. want in the apartment was fantastic. Uh, like I said, just Alan Ruck was fantastic. So I wish we could have gotten really a little was. bit more of him, but it would, have been, it would have been difficult to work him into more into this episode. But man, what what a Alan Ruck has had a long career, and and you know, 
uh, Cameron has been in his shadow, even though he's been done a lot of stuff. Oh, like he's we talked about stuff, Spin yeah. City, but like I think he might actually be more known for Connor, you know, than, than uh, Cameron, which is insane to think about. <laughs> I don't it's know. It's gonna be close. It, it's gonna be close. Like I said, I mean, Cameron, that movie is such, so iconic and yeah. an all timer. It, it, it's gonna be tough, but he. If anything's ever going to challenge it, it will be this. I'll say I'll say yeah. that. So, uh, some other people. Obviously, we need to talk about uh, Tom and Greg. Yeah, I was a little worried about him. <laughs> Me too. That fight in the closet. The fight. Greg in the closet. actually fought back. Yeah, he did. He fought back, which was a little bit surprising. Uh, but I was a little worried that the, you know they weren't going to have a happy ending. And their ending's not just great, but I love the fact that they incorporate those stickers again with him putting that sticker uh, on him and saying, "I've got." just enough left capital oh that was so great uh, where do you think it goes between those two i mean obviously you know they're still going to be together they're still going to be working together but where does it go for those two i think i think uh greg is going to be his executive his executive assistant yeah i think so I like making it. making a lot less money <laughs> yeah yeah maybe less you know yeah but he had his two and look, he had his two hundred thousand. now he's gonna cut him down so this ends up, and this ends up with Tom obviously being named CEO because he basically, uh, once again, just like in the third season, uh, the three kids came together, and Tom ends up backstabbing them. And here in the fourth season, the three kids come together, and yeah. Tom ends up backstabbing Shiv again. Uh, what do you think this means for Tom? What do you think this means for Tom and Shiv together and their child? What, what are you thinking? Well, Tom is not going to last. How could you survive long term with Matson? That guy's psychotic. No, I, here's the thing. I think he can because this is this just kind of goes to show. Just I think this is a per. I think Tom ended up becoming the CEO of Waystar at the end of this thing. I think it's it is the perfect ending for this show because basically Jesse Armstrong has been satirizing capitalism and going after mm -hmm. basically you know this laissez-faire capitalism viewpoint of the world by saying you know it doesn't matter it basically the only thing people the only thing people care about is themselves and the only thing they want to hear from you is you sucking up to them because lucas Matson, i mean he basically insults tom even though tom may not oh, realize yeah. it by telling him that he wants to get him over shiv uh a few ways when he says he wants to f his life uh so there's yeah. that there's that part of it going on but one of the reasons he says he doesn't want shiv anymore is because shiv has ideas she has yeah. she has thoughts and basically he's telling tom you don't have ideas you, you're right you're easy to control she's not and that's the reason why tom's going to end up on top of this is because he will say what Whatever he needs to say to Lucas mm -hmm. Madsen, he will go along with whatever Lucas Madsen has to say, and that's why. I, I, and he gets the he gets the job done. And he gets the job done. So that's the, that's the reason why I think he could last with Lucas Madsen forever. Yeah. And this is what he's this is what he's been doing the entire time. He has he positioned himself to suck up and just do whatever mm -hmm. Logan wanted. Now he's just going to do it to Madsen. It doesn't matter who I mean, it he's is. He sacrificed himself for Logan. Yeah. So like I said, this this is what. Tom has been doing the entire time and like I said it just goes to show that it's not about who's the smartest about who's the most savvy it's just about the person who has the most money and the person who is willing to suck up to those people who have the money yeah and that's just what Tom's whole arc is about uh all right so let's talk about the Tom and Shiv I mean they they are together but like it wasn't the most convincing scene at the end I mean he I, I think it was though because she wanted to stay together whatever she doesn't want to get divorced. Right. 
and she was she just you know I think people who are of, of child of divorce like she is that had like terrible parents right like she probably doesn't want to be her parents and no, especially no, no. her mother so I could see her not wanting to get divorced because like he said you don't want to fail a test right so I you know and Tom seems like he's like okay this is where we are and yeah. I think he also realizes it probably looks good to have one of the Roys with him. Uh, so, you know, because of that. So, I, I think they're fine. Well, uh, okay. Let me, I think they're going to stay married. I don't think there's any question yeah, yeah. about that. Okay, that's I true. just yeah. don't think there's like, just like, it's not this like a sp- inspirational love story that we have no, at the end. I agree. They're going to be both cheating on with someone else, yeah. you know, and whatever. But yeah, and who knows I think what that child is going to be like when the, <laughs> Oh, that child is going to be a monster. Yeah. I guarantee that. Because, I mean, at the very end, I mean, they're riding the car together and like Tom holds out his hand for her to hold and she just kind of like places it on top. They're just whispering to it's each something. other. Yeah, she says, she tells him congratulations. He's like, oh no, 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 no. Like, like you know, please don't congratulate me because that's just like they were going for the same job and he's the one who ended up getting it. Uh, like I said, just tough stuff all around. Uh, anyway. Yeah. All right. So I guess that kind of wraps up the episode itself. Did anything about that? I'd like to talk about, I really love the scene of the three siblings getting along. Yeah, that was fantastic. We had about 30 minutes Mm -hmm. of that and I actually really enjoyed it because there was that moment where like Shiv and, and, uh, Roman were like, you know, he could do the job. Yeah. Well, and they agreed on it. They did. And that's what, kind of one of the things I've, I've said about this show as we've been covering it this uh, this fourth season. What this show, the, the, the key to this show is you've got these horrible people because there are mm-hmm. no likable characters. I mean, none. I mean, yeah. I mean, the closest thing you probably have to a likable character is Greg. That's probably the closest yeah. thing. And he's still not really all that yeah. likable. No. Uh, no. So you got these horrible people. And the only way you can get people interested in it and to care about them is, despite the fact that they are horrible 85% of the time, you have to give us a little bit of these, uh, some moments are like, you know, maybe they're not so bad. Maybe they're, yeah. I mean, that was a truly fun moment there at the end. I mean, they were, it was like mm-hmm. they were kids again when they were in the kitchen and they were throwing everything in the blender. And, and they ate uh, Peter's cheese and licked <laughs> on it. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it's that that's the that's what this show understood. Yeah. And that's what they did so mm-hmm. well. Is like we have to give it they they have to have this audience has to have moments where they actually like these characters where they can yeah. find some redeeming qualities in them. And it, that was that moment. Like basically for about thirty minutes they were united. They seemed to love each other. They seemed to be on the same page. They were Shiv and Roman were willing to say, you know what, Kendall it's yours. You can do it. it yeah. It's you're supposed, it's supposed to be you. So we'll let, make it be you. And they were all happy. And then it just dissolved. <laughs> then it was gone. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was great. And then one last thing. Uh, I love that Jerry and Carolina are the only ones who are going to survive. Yeah, I know that, that was, that was interesting. Cause I mean, they were like Carolina there at the end when she says, can we talk about getting rid of Hugo? That was, uh, that, that was, was fantastic. Yeah, uh, we haven't talked about Carolina is and is married to Patrick Wilson. Like, what a great couple those two yeah. are. Those are a couple of powerhouses. Yeah, they are. So, uh, like, like I said, we didn't get enough. Car- I think if there's anything you want uh, to ding this show on, we're not getting enough Carolina in this. I, I think agree. Would be the, I agree. Would be the ding. So, all right, uh, shall we talk about the overall legacy of the show? Let's do it. All right, let's talk about that. All right, so 
obviously the show's over. There's going to be lots of people discussing what this yeah. show means, where it ranks among the pantheon of HBO shows, among just television in general. What is the legacy of this show, in your opinion? It's one of the goats, man. It's definitely the top three of HBO shows, and I'm going Sopranos, Wire, and this. I think this ends better than Game of Thrones. Okay. Well, I, th- well, I think it definitely ends better than Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, but, like I said... I would put Game of Thrones is right there with those three. Right. I think this one ended better, and I, so that's why I would put that. I think the legacy, I think you're going to see people mention this. This may be the greatest show of all time. It's going to be... When people come up with the top ten... You know, they always talk about like the ones we've mentioned, right. and then they talk about Breaking Bad, right. and uh, I can't think what else. If you want to talk Mad about older, Man, the Americans. if you want to talk about older shows, Mash will get mentioned in there with it. Right, um, right. You'll get some shows like that. I'm trying to think of some older shows. I can't think of right now, but nevertheless, but uh, like this, this is going to be mentioned in the top ten. Yeah, I'm. A, if you had to give a, I'm like I'm, I'm right there with you. It's definitely going to be in the top ten. Uh, where is it for me? I don't know. It's it's in it's in that top three, top five area. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. it definitely is. But I'm, I hate to put it anywhere right now. But it, it's definitely in the in the, yeah. It's in the discussion. I uh, think it, I think I, for for sure it ranked higher than this past Game of Thrones for sure. See, for me, I don't know if the it's those last that last season. I enjoyed look Game of Thrones is much more of a show my type of show uh, it's it's fantasy mm-hmm. so I'm gonna lean yeah. that way most of the time it's it's just that last season it's just so rough. I know it kind of yeah and Game of Thrones also had like this sh- it had taken up all the oxygen everyone was talking yeah. about similar to this so that was cool that was another thing another legacy about the show. This was one of the last water cooler shows, and this tells us you can still have them yeah, you if you can. do week to week. If you do week to week, yeah, if you do week to week, you can't do it if you do if you're doing if you're doing uh, binge yeah. watching. You just you just can't. Yeah, but I definitely think. I mean, it's going to be end up. This finale will be talked about. Yeah, well. and this the series overall, man. It's going to be in that top ten of people talking about the greatest shows of all time. I I know it is. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be there. Like I said, it'll be it'll be up there. I don't know how I don't know where ultimately it'll land for most people or where consensus wise it's going to land, but it's going to, it's going to be in the discussion. And I will tell you, Logan Roy and Kendall Roy will be talked about it among the greatest characters of all time as well. Yeah, oh, I think so too. I, I, I look. I don't know how you don't even throw Shiv and 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 Roman into that. Roman, Tom yeah, and Greg. Yeah. I, I, I know. When you talk There's about some iconic characters, and on the show. yeah, I mean, when you talk about like the great like supporting cast characters, Tom and Greg to me are going to be towards the top of that discussion. Just, oh yeah. Uh, look, they're not the main stars. There's no question about that. They are not the main stars, yeah. but they add so much and they tell so much about. Right. The world that these people live in, and, and how they operate, and all that type of stuff—that's what's going to be just so. And mm-hmm. that's the, the legacy that they're going to leave. Uh, going, yeah, it just like if you go back and watch this, just seeing how much they meant for the overall plot. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, because they stepped up in key key situations, mm-hmm. and there was there were always things that look. Whenever they needed information, whenever any of them needed to get something on their father or on Madsen. It always went through Tom and Greg. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. So their characters are incredibly important. And like I said, that's mm-hmm. what's going to kind of be their legacy. Uh, when we talk about going forward after this show, who has the bigger career out of all these people? 
Hmm. My first thought is Sarah Snook. Really? Yeah, I think she. I think she has something. I, and, oh, uh, I like, think she does too. I, I still think yeah. it's going to be. I think it's Jeremy Strong though. I think he's. He is. <laughs> I mean, this episode, for example, he was cooking so many times in he was, this episode. Man. He was. And yeah. it just shows what when he when the script is basically when the writers and the directors knew they had a Kindle episode when they knew that they needed a strong performance Kindle and he had to carry that and he had to carry mm-hmm. the show for that episode. I don't think there was anybody who did it better than him. No, I agree on that. Like he is the breakout like superstar. I just don't know with his uh, methods. And his craziness yeah. will will stardom happen, or will he allow it? I actually think Matthew McFadden may actually have the shot. I mean, he's already going over to Marvel, and man, can you can see him as a Bond villain or oh, something yeah, can, like yeah. that? Yeah, you definitely could. Uh, but I think I think Sarah Snook could too. I, I, oh, I think so. I think, I think she, she could. Yeah, I don't think. I think question. both of them are the ones. Kit, uh, Kieran Culkin, Strong, oh, Jeremy, Jeremy Strong has the most talent oh yeah definitely but will will it'll will he allow that to 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 blossom into a superstar career that's why i'm going matthew or sarah snook well all right let's talk about kieran culkin let's how what Uh, where does he go i think he's gonna have a huge career and i think that dude is a character actor waiting to happen some incredible roles yeah i think the mistake of people might make is after this after he's had such a phenomenal if a phenomenal performances in these four seasons of this show, I think there's going to be some people that are going to be tempted to say, let's make him the star of our show. And that is not the way to go for Kieran Culkin. You're right. Yeah. Character actor is the way to go. You know, find the right, he, he needs to have the right role. He needs to have the right type of personality for the character that he's playing. And he will absolutely nail it in those situations. Yeah. But if you put him in, I'm trying to think i don't know you try to put him like in an action movie it's not gonna work yeah no he, he doesn't have the the body for that he, I, but you could put him in a tv show oh, where yeah, he's yeah. the sleazy lead yeah but like i said you gotta find that you uh yeah there are character actors where you can put yeah. as the as the main character but yeah it just can't be just any type of role I, I tell you i'm the most excited to see what nicholas braun does yeah he'll be fun to watch because he could do about anything. Yeah, he could. Of course, he's so gangly. Like, yes, you can't see him becoming an action star. But could you? I mean, there's no telling what he could do. He's going to be the funnest to watch. Yeah, honestly, I'll be real honest with you. I would love for him to. Because I think what he would be fantastic at, and I don't know if the one will ever open up, but, you know, I, I he, to me, I see a lot of Conan O'Brien in him. And, yeah, I and I, I would love to see him like just take a talk show and just mm-hmm. say just weird stuff and like put people in funny spots in the interview. <laughs> yeah. I, I could see that for him so well. But he's he's very funny. There's okay, gonna be some comedy, some real comedy coming his way. Yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be he's gonna have some opportunities as well. I I, I don't doubt that. Uh, but like I said, now the other person I want to talk about obviously is Brian Cox. He's older. Uh, yeah. he's what eighty. Five or something like that, something like that. Right? I think he was that old. I think that's how old he's supposed to be. I think, I, that's old, I, mean, I think he's about eighty now. Uh, but anyway, does he? Ha- what more? Did, what more can he do as? 
He is 77. 77. Okay, so he's not quite 80. But um, look, you're starting to run out of steam when you're that old. Uh, what do you think? Where does this go? Where does he go from here? Oh man, he's got he's got a little juice left. Yeah, in the well, tank. I don't I don't doubt I don't that. know I don't I don't know, man. Uh, I didn't look at his IMDb to see, but he's got oh he got there's gonna be a couple. Yeah, there's gonna be a couple of more movie roles for him. Like he'll never have anything like this, and he has said so. You know where, but I, I think he's gonna have some cool stuff coming up. Like, but uh, he's got to hit it quick. I mean, like you said, at, at seventy six. He's not a young man. No, he's not a young man at all. But it, like I said, he'll still have plenty of stuff to go. Uh, yeah. Anybody else that we need to talk about? Any other of the lead actors, side actors that we need to talk about? Uh, oh, I think I think Stewie. That Stewie, guy, yeah, he's, Stewie. Do, he's doing a lot already. He's, already, he's, yeah, doing he's like, already starting to blow up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He's like just got nominated for a Tony Award. You, you, we will see him for a long time. Yeah, and I'll, I'll be. I'll, I'll try my best to pronounce his name. I've never yeah. gotten it. Uh, where is he? I don't, I don't see him all the right. Uh, Moabib or something like that. I can't run it. Something with the Arion. Yeah, I can never pronounce his name. Uh, well, I lost his IMDb page. Crap. Let me find it real quick. Yeah, I was looking up Brian Cox's. I see Brian Cox got a lot of voice work, which is good because he has a perfect voice. Oh, he has a great voice. I would kill to have his type of voice. Uh, where is I can't find his character all of a sudden. Oh well, uh, but yeah, he'll he he's already starting to blow up. I mean, he's got a little bit going on in Marvel right now. Uh, I'm sure that will continue. He's carry on Moed. Okay, yeah, thank you. <laughs> like I said, I, I can never pronounce it, but uh, he's got he's got the role going on with uh, Marvel. I'm sure that's going to be fleshed out a little bit more now that now that succession is over. He can devote yeah. a little bit more time to them, so I wouldn't be surprised if he has more with that. Um, what about what about Justine Loop? I don't know. Is it Loop or Loopy? Uh, Willis, uh, the actress who plays Willis. You know, I could see her doing some stuff too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like she's very talented. She, she came off really well on this. Oh yeah, she came. You know, off we great. talked about that. Like uh, you know, she came off, started off with a small role, and it just kept expanding, and you liked her more and more. Yeah, I could definitely see her doing. Like, yeah, being uh, you know, a lead of a TV show. Yeah, I could see that for it. Well, we're going to see Hope Davis again very soon. If you oh, go yeah. watch uh, Asteroid City, the next Wes Anderson movie, yeah, uh, she's going to be in it. That comes out in June. So if you want more of Hope Davis, who played Sandy and the the daughter Sandy in this, then there is yeah. uh, then she's going to be there for you. She'll she'll be that will be there for you. So uh, like I said, just really good stuff from everybody. Uh, oh man, we yeah. have talked uh, we talked a little bit about Matthew McFadden, but yeah, I could see him definitely having a huge career after this is all said and done. There's no telling what he could do. Yeah, I, I'm really excited about him as well because he could end up being the biggest star of this. Yeah, he could. I, I wouldn't surprise me if that's the case. I mean, he's yeah. just... I mean, just the way that he navigated this entire show, the way that he navigated that relationship with with logan the way they navigate his relationship with shiv uh just the entire family i mean what's so great is because when he is walking down the hall as after they the deal has been closed he got all these people falling behind him it's just this incredible scene because i thought back to the episode the episode four where they're basically at the wake i guess is what it was and you've mm-hmm. got carl who just eviscerated him 
yeah, and yeah. just sliced him up and basically mm-hmm. left him for dead with all the things that he said about him. And now here the guy is walking down the oh, the hallway as he's walking towards them because Frank and Carl are basically saying, talking to each other. You know, we should have killed him. I mean, well, that- <laughs> they, we should have killed him. But they were like, "What do you think? We got another run in this." So I was like, "Oh my god, that is uh, you gotta love those two. And then the very next thing when when Greg is talking to Tom and Tom says Frank and Carl they're gone I mean he's like yeah, he's uh, like I'm getting rid of those guys uh, w- one more person this guy was already a star Alexander Skarsgård oh, yeah, was yeah. just incredible the guy was doing nothing he was just being cool and yeah. weird and he nailed it I loved every yes. second of Lucas Matson so th- this is gonna help his big career all even yeah. more so God bless him. Huge Alexander Skarsgård fan. Yeah, he's going to have just... Just what he did in this it was just absolutely... Like I said, the, uh, bringing him in in this final season as basically a main lead character was just brought such an incredible dynamic to the entire show and to yeah, the entire cast. Yeah, you know, they're probably like, we need a... They probably told him, like, we need a tall, kind of intimidating, weird guy. Uh, he's like, oh, so you want me to play myself? Okay. Play myself. Sure, I can do that. That's <laughs> well, no problem. I, I, I mean, I feel like he was just sitting there relaxing and just being himself, and he killed it. Yeah, he did. He was just fantastic. So, All right, do we want to do our awards? Let's do it. Man. All right, let's do some awards. Here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we wrap up a series of a television show or a season of a television show, we give out some awards. They are all based on the six characters of Friends. Up first, we have the Rachel, who is the star of the show. Who are you giving the Rachel to? I'm going with the three main siblings yeah. of Shiv, Kendall, and Roman. Yeah, the, it's them. It's, it's yeah. And if you want to say like it's a little bit more Kendall than the other two, I, I would probably have to say that as well. But it's those three. Yeah. Yeah, they they were they were so great, and especially since Logan was gone so much this season, right. they really had to carry things, and they pulled it off. And you know, it was the right call killing him when they did. Yeah. Uh, we haven't talked really talked about that, but that man, they took such a risk with that, they did. and it paid off. Jesse be, Armstrong, bravo to you, sir. And that's probably going to be the thing that gets talked about the most in in because mm-hmm. it's the only. It's the he, he's literally the only character that dies if I remember correctly. Right. Nobody else dies. This is well, that guy that Kendall. Kills. Well, yeah, <laughs> the main cast, <laughs> I guess. Is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this isn't what this show is about. It's not about people dying. Right. It's but the fact that they take this one character who basically was who just consumed the screen every single time that he was on it, and yeah. you take him completely out of the out of the out of the show in the third episode of the final season like I said, it's going to be one of those things that's going to be, get talked about for a long long time so yeah all right the joey a character that's just likable the one that's which is an interesting phrase on this show yeah. uh who's your joey for this i will greg and tom here yeah i, I I'm, I'm a disgusting brothers fan <laughs> I, I will love them forever yeah i, I yeah I think I'm going to go with them, too. I'm going to go with Greg, Greg and Tom here. Uh, I was trying to think if there's just anybody else. And I just can't think of anybody else that, to, to put The here. only other people, and I, you you could put them in another one. I love Frank, Carl, and Jerry. Yeah, They're they, the only other ones that you could, you know, and I really didn't put them anywhere else. So I could right. put them as well. That's the only other thing. All right, what about the channel? The person who made you laugh the most? It's got to be Connor Roy. Yeah, if we're Connor. not putting it's Greg Connor. and Tom there. <laughs> Connor, like Connor, may be my favorite character on this show. I, 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 know, I, I love Connor amazing. So much. Oh yeah, 
I mean, like, everyone was like, God, what a weirdo. Until at the end, we're all con heads. Yeah, we're all con heads by the time this thing is all said and Bravo, done. Bravo, Alan Rook. All right, the Phoebe, the oddball of the bunch. Who are you going with for your Phoebe? I'm going Matson. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, when you, because yeah, I told you before we started recording, yeah. like, I'm not really sure who to put for Phoebe. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the you choice. You never knew what, what yeah. he was doing. Yeah, you're right. That is 100% the choice. He is the he is the Phoebe. He, he was just all over the place. I mean, when you talk about mailing blood to somebody, I, I, I think that's your Phoebe. So, yeah. All right. The Monica, just an important character to the show that hasn't necessarily been given another role. Who are you going with? Go with Logan. Logan. Yeah, it's Logan. I mean, he, it, this show, I mean, probably for the first three seasons, the show is. He's the Rachel. Oh, yeah. But yeah. this fourth season and just kind of once we kind of get to the end of this thing, it really, truly it was all about the kids and just how much their father consumed them. I mean, so. And I, he still hangs over the show. Oh, yeah, he does. And kind of guides the show like Monica did. Yeah, you're right. So uh, last but not least is the Ross, a character that is your least favorite. Who's your Ross? I mean, Lady Caroline is extremely <laughs> unlikable yeah she's pretty unlikable she's but, she, but then you could go the whole cast i mean yeah uh, uh, I don't know. what do you think i mean I, lady caroline's a good choice marcia's a really good choice hugo hugo is a great choice <laughs> oh he's just there's just he's just so slimy i mean fisher yeah. stevens in that role oh jared minkin never mind jared, yeah, jared minkin, minkin is yeah. the answer yeah he's awful Larry too. Carolyn, minkin and hugo yeah let's just throw them all in there for the ross because yeah. and look there's a lot of others i mean you like you said you could put the entire cast because most of these people are unlikable <laughs> throughout the entire thing yeah. so all right, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, we have a five-tier rating system. At the top is Game of Thrones, uh, second force is Lost, middle of the road force is Friends, beneath the Friends is Full House, and bottom of the barrel is Baywatch. What are you doing? I mean, it's the Game of Thrones, isn't it? I yeah, was just talking is. about this. Yeah. is better than Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, uh, the dis- we, we need to make a decision. Are we going yes, to change? I our- vote yes. I, yeah, I think so, too. Like it, I like Game of Thrones better. That's just a personal preference. When I when we made this when we made this podcast and we made this rating system, I presented to you the rating system, and you were completely on board. And the reason why we were on board with Game of Thrones at the beginning was because we thought it was the best show that both of us had seen. Yeah, uh, that was the other thing. You had not seen a lot some of the stuff I had, like right. Breaking Bad, Sopranos, yeah, you know that kind. Of- so that's the reason we end up going with Game of Thrones at the top. Look, like I said, personally, I I think I like Game of Thrones better just because it is fantasy and it's more my 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 style. However, I also can still tell you this is a better show in just terms of of yeah. uh, what they're doing, what they were trying to do. Right. It's a better show. So from yeah. here on out, are we making it official that the yeah. the standard? Well, I, I, yeah, I think it, it it's good to freshen these awards. It is too. so from here on yes. out. The standard which we will measure everything against is now succession. It is no longer a game of thrones. Yes. So I like it. All right. Uh, I'll, I will forget that for like the next month. So <laughs> I will remind you. You have to remind me. Uh, anyway, so recommendations. That's what we like to end our shows with. What yeah. recommendations do you have? Uh, I'm going Mrs. Davis on Peacock. I finished it. Yeah, uh, I want to finish is, it, man. It's wild. It is that Damon Lindelof. That's just pure craziness but i'm telling you you will not guess what the what the fix or what the what the uh what's the word the the catch no okay the 
what 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 this is really all about. Okay. You will not guess. If you said, "Oh, I know what it is," you're lying. <laughs> you are a liar, and yeah. you, you're go- you're going to like the last couple episodes. Yeah, I, lo- uh, I, w- I love the first three episodes. I didn't get a chance to finish the fourth one that came out, but I just haven't had a chance to get back to yeah, it. Now that yeah. summer's so, here, I'm hoping I can catch yeah. up on it. Yeah, so Mrs. Davis. I uh, also watched a movie on Netflix that came out in the theater earlier this year, Missing. It is so. There was a movie a couple of years ago called Searching with John Cho about his daughter that was missing, mm. and it all takes place on his laptop and his phone. Mm. So this is kind of like kind of the sequel, right. and it's called Missing, and it's on Netflix. And it, it, both these movies are fantastic. It's about a girl whose parent, whose mom goes missing. Okay. And like, she's trying to solve the mystery and it's all through her laptop ring footage stuff on her phone. That's all the, the stuff you're saying. Right. And I'm telling you, these movies are suspenseful searching and missing, but they are a lot of fun. So I would definitely recommend both of those. All right. So I've got two as well. Uh, I haven't watched a ton of stuff, but I did watch uh, the new Disney Plus show, uh, American Born Chinese. Uh, I need to watch that. It's good. It's not like the greatest thing in the world, but to me, it is the type of show that Disney Plus should just like fill up their streaming service with because... Look, obviously, the Marvel and Star Wars shows and stuff that they do, those are really, really expensive. This is yeah. this is a very family-friendly show. It's It's got some elements. There are times when it's, it feels like a Disney, a Disney Channel show, but there are times when it feels like a Marvel show. So it, like, appeals to a wide... There's going to be moments, like, when you're watching and you're, and you're an adult and you're like, oh, this part of it doesn't really appeal to me. But then they do just an amazing fight scene because Dustin Daniel Cretton directs and next he, is, okay. he directs some of the episodes and he's an executive producer. And if you don't know who that is, he did Shang-Chi. Uh, and if you saw the okay. fight, if you saw the fight scenes in Shang-Chi, they were incredible. They were absolutely they were. amazing. I love that movie. I see, I see people bad mouth. I know. I don't like, know why people... That was an amazing movie. I loved it. I still love I loved it. it. Uh, but there are just amazing fight scenes in, in this and you're like oh yeah this is fantastic like i said it's it it tries to give something for everyone of all ages in this so like i said there are gonna be moments where you're like i really don't care about the high school you know love story part of this all yeah but you yeah, know yeah. the moments when they're like doing the fantasy father son stuff is just fantastic to me it's like like i said it's it's not perfect it's not like the greatest thing i've ever seen but it's good uh the last it, it debuted on may 24th this was uh, my last day of school and i had already packed up my my class of so just sitting there just waiting for us to be able to go so i like threw it up on my projectors like all right i'll watch this that's <laughs> so that's what i did on the, on the last day but uh another thing on disney plus that i loved i haven't finished it but i've gotten through the first three episodes it's called uh it's the new muppet show muppets mayhem oh I want to watch this. Yeah, because it's from the guys who did the Goldbergs. Yeah. It, I love everything Muppets. I, I, I'm st- yeah. I'm still a huge Muppets fan. Anytime anything Muppets, like they did a Halloween special a while back. I watched it, ate it up. It was fantastic. Because, like, to me, the Muppets is basically, it's a... It's a it's a show for adults that's disguised as a children's show because the, the yeah exactly the yeah. jokes are just always typically stuff that a lot of kids wouldn't completely always understand and I'm like I'm it's just fantastic uh, and I love Animal is one of my favorite Muppets of all times I oh, love yeah. Animal yeah. and just the way that he talks and the way that he says like the main character's voice Nora it's just fantastic <laughs> I love Animal uh, but I love the Muppets and it's fantastic I haven't had a chance to finish it but I've watched the first three episodes. 
episodes and loved every minute of it. Ooh. So, yeah. All right. Uh, so that's a wrap on Succession. Um, oh man, I'm sad. Yeah, I know. I am sad. Man. I'm going to miss this show. I'm going to miscover the show. I, I know. You know, we, we've been doing. We we covered all three. See all the first three seasons last year because we just started last year and then getting the cover this week and to week and people seem to be liking it because we yeah. got bigger numbers every week and yeah, i'm gonna yeah. miss it man i'm gonna miss the roy those crazy those crazy, crazy roy children yeah 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 it's it's weird that it's gonna be gone so but don't worry we yeah. have plenty of stuff for you coming up still yeah we'll be doing uh we're definitely going to be doing the, uh, the new uh, spider-verse film across the spider-verse it comes out this uh, this weekend so we'll be covering it after we have watched it this weekend so make sure you go to theaters and check and it out most likely ted lasso yeah most likely ted lasso so and then like at some point probably can't finish yellow jackets yeah uh, citadel silo so more stuff and some good those are good shows yeah worth watching yeah we're, we're going to come back to some of the stuff that we haven't uh that we haven't finished yet so we'll be coming back to those and getting those into the queue here soon so anything else you want to add before we sign uh, off appreciate everyone joining us and we will talk to you next time and disgusting brothers forever <laughs> that's right disgusting brothers forever so all right guys i will look at those same sentiments and as always until next time may all of your entertainment dreams come true <laughs>